So, I actually am trying to get ready for bed, but I had like a little inkling and I wanted to do an episode. First off, I wanted to thank everybody that took time out, you know, to listen to all of my episodes and my story and my rants and my whatever, and then, you know, share their life story or share their feedback and, you know, I'm grateful. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Um, you know, it's it's been very hard. It's, I'm not gonna lie. It's not easy. But you know, um, I think I'm 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 I've learned one thing that in order for you to let go, in order for you to feel free, you have to tell your story. You have to let it out. And whichever way you feel comfortable in doing that, whether it be writing, whether it be recording, whether whatever way you want to do it. But you have to let it out in order for you to let it go. And this episode, there's going to be different. Um, I am going to jump from one thing to another, so bear with me. Um, first thing that I want to touch base is a lot of people go through this and I actually realized this yesterday when I did my two episodes and this is actually something that just just popped up in my head when we go through traumatic experiences or painful experiences in our life I I, I kind of am self-reflecting from yesterday when I did the two episodes and I talked about my past briefly and you know the ups and the downs that I saw or the pain that I saw at a very young age. And I think I mentioned in that that I felt very numb. And I went into shock at that stage. When I was going through that pain. And I think a lot of people go through that. Whenever they go through a traumatic traumatic or painful experience in their life. Your body... Like mentally and physically you shut down in that moment. It's like a shock to the system. And you don't know how to deal with the emotions. Some people do deal with it there and then. But then some people like me, they go into shock. Now if anybody who has studied psychology or, you know, medically, um, mental health and all of that... Is a big thing that they do talk about is that you can go, sorry, my kitten, I want her off the bed because she tends to get onto my quilt and I don't like it. don't like her on my duvet. Anyways, so a lot of people like me who go into that shock and a lot of medical professionals will tell you this if you ever have a discussion or you ever go and research it up. Go and Google it or go to a library, get a psychology book and it will explain it in there. When mentally we shut down, we go into that shock and that numb phase at that time. That pain, that, that sadness, that overwhelmness, that overbearing, that emotional feeling, we have not processed. Hence, later on in life, it could be five years, it could be ten years, it could take you twenty years when it hits you. 
And when it hits you, it hits you very hard. Because you haven't processed that pain. So trust me, if 10 years ago or however many years ago you went through something and you talk about it, like 10, however many years later you talk about it like I did, you will feel those emotions, you will feel the tears, you'll feel the sadness. It will be very difficult for you to talk. That is because if you sit down and reflect at the time of when that episode of that pain or that traumatic experience was happening to you, most people go into a shock and numb phase. They don't feel anything. They don't... They don't know how to process it because the emotions are so much that they really do not know. So it hits them years down the line or months or weeks or however way you want to put it. It hits them then. And it can take something small to make them remember and to bring all those emotions back up to the brim. <clears throat> that is called healing your inner side that is called reflecting on that pain and that is so important to do trust me it is very 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 important to do because once you've processed those emotions that sadness doesn't matter when or what how many years have gone by and people have said oh you need to move on you need to let go don't listen to that mm -hmm. bullshit Okay, that is true. Yes, that person's coming from positivity. Yes. But if you take that same pain and everything to a psychologist or a medically approved qualified person, they will tell you it's okay. Process the pain. Process that that experience, that, that sadness, that overwhelmness whenever you're ready to process it. When mentally, physically, emotionally, you are ready to process it there is no time limit and it's okay for something that happened 10 years ago or however many years ago for you to process it, process it later on in life but make sure this is a lot of a lot of people do mistakes in this a lot of people don't process pain they don't process what happened they don't self-reflect. They don't work on their inner self. They fill that void, those insecurities that were made because of that experience or what happened, that negativity that was that is stuck inside of you. You fill it with more negativity. You think you're okay. You wear a mask and you think you're okay. You you project to the world and you're like, yeah, I'm good. I processed. I'm all over it. I didn't, you know, no, it's going to hit you. It's going to hit you when you least expect it. So be prepared. And to be prepared is to start talking, start working on it. Don't suppress it. Because the more you suppress it, you are a ticking time bomb. As much as it's like pretty much like physic physical illness, physical pain. 
if you have come across a physical pain, let's say back pain, headache, flu, whatever, you go to the doctor, don't you? You get the medication. You show them the physical pain, like, look, I got this scratch, or I got this, and I got this, and they examine, and they, they verify, and they say, yeah, you've got this. And then they give you medication, and you're on your way. And you take that, and you, you know, th that pain goes away. So why can we not do the same thing with our mental health? You cannot just sit there. Yes, for some people, their their mindset is stronger. They you know they 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 are harder, and they can process. It. They can they can be fine. But then there's those sensitive people. I'm a sensitive person. I'm a strong ass person, but at the same time, I am sensitive. I'm the person who expresses. I'm very expressful. I will talk. I will express. It takes a while for me to do that. But I will eventually get there and I will say what is on my mind or what's in my heart. And usually my mind and my heart are in aligned together. So it's not difficult for me to put in words what my heart's feeling or what my mind is feeling. And I'm okay with that. You don't have to agree with me. Other people don't have to agree with me. That's fine. And it's the same for you, same for anybody who's going through it. Nobody has to agree with you. You do not have to go just because someone's 10 steps ahead of you in their process or they've dealt with and you want to reach to them. Don't don't try to compete because it's not a competition. Just do your healing at your time. Work on yourself at your own pace and how you think it's going to help you. But yeah, no, I, yesterday I, I realized and it was a big thing. So I thought I'll make this episode and, you know, just throw this out there that, you know, you can go through something a while back ago, but remember, you have to process that pain. You have to remember those memories. You have to dissect it bit by bit and it's gonna hurt trust me I've been there it's gonna fucking hurt you're gonna cry you're gonna feel it and you're gonna question why am I remembering this I am so over this you're remembering it because you're not over it the pain the tears or the the, the numbness you 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 need to let those emotions out you need to express them you need to whether it be you sitting in front of the mirror and talking about it do that. That's not called crazy. Trust me. Just because you're talking to yourself does not mean you're crazy. No, no. You're not. I do that. And it's kind of like it helps me motivate me. It helps me look at myself, you know, and say that I have been through this and I need to process this. I need to understand what happened. And I need to stop going back in time with the memory and being like, oh, was I to blame? Could it been different? What if? What if it was me? Just stop doing that. It happened, but process it. Process the pain, process the tears, process the emotions, and then let it go. Once you've done that, you will realize it becomes a vague memory. It's not as burdenful, it's not as strong in your mind. 
it's just like locked, not locked away, but it's at the back of your mind somewhere in that little box. It's not locked, it's just covered. And it's fading. It will fade slowly, it will fade. And by you doing that, you will feel the shift within yourself. You will... You will understand that, you know, you're stronger. You survived it. And it's okay. It will be okay. Another thing that I think I want to talk about, and I think I'll get into this more in depth in a couple of more episodes. A lot of people, I hear a lot of people, and I've had it in my life, where they're always like, they turn around and say to me, Oh, but you're not happy with yourself. This is why you're like this. You don't love yourself enough. I feel like you're insecure. No. No. No, I'm not. I used to be. I used to not be happy with myself. I used to not love myself. I used to be insecure. You know? Of course, I was growing up. I had a pretty harsh, shitty life. I never had someone turn around and say to me, Oh, well done, Ilma. You know, you did great today. Nah, I never had that. And I always had people putting me down. People telling me that, you know, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't worth anything. And I was this and I was that. And telling me negative stuff. And that just stuck to me growing up for majority of my life till my mid-twenties. You know, only recently I realized, nah, I do love myself. You know, I am happy with myself. And I'm not insecure. Because if I can be in my house by myself and I can enjoy my own company and I don't really need someone else to feel, to come in and spend time with me or have that attention. And I think a lot of my friends know this as well on Instagram or wherever. I'm not the greatest person when it comes to messaging or calling or all of that stuff. Like, I can go days without talking to people. I'm happy with that. Because I don't need attention from other people. I am happy with myself by myself. It's the best feeling ever. Because it's peaceful. So when someone... You know, when someone says, oh, you need to find happiness within yourself. Yes, you do. I 100% agree. But to actually know when you found happiness with yourself is when you can sit by yourself in your house or your room or wherever you are and smile and laugh and enjoy funny things or TV shows or movies or just enjoy your own company. Do what you got to do in your own company. That is when you know you found happiness within yourself and you do love yourself because you don't need, you don't need to fill that void with other people. But the biggest thing that I, I disagree And a lot of people do this, unfortunately. Is, and they do it mostly with people who have mental health or who have gone through something in their life and they're still not aware that, yes, going through a painful traumatic experience 
it has consequences consequences of the fact that you might be you might have depression you might have anxiety you might have ptsd you might have some sort of mental health illness that you have not recognized and you don't want to really look at but you know something is there which again I do 100% say that you do need to work on yourself if you recognize the same cycles and the patterns happening again and you just have this feeling inside of you trust me you're not fucking crazy but sit your ass down and work on yourself I 100% agree on that. Like, recognize your triggers so you can set those healthy boundaries whenever you meet someone or you you want to have a relationship or whatever. Mm. Whether that could be friends, that could be work, that could be family, anybody and everybody. Saying no to someone is not wrong. Stop saying yes. But I've heard in relationships, if you suffer from mental health, you have particular things and then you know you want to date you want to go out with someone you want to find the love of your life your soulmate or whatever you want to call it and you know when you slowly start dating after a few weeks you start telling your you know your story you start having that trust build up and you talk about your past or whatever just in little bits not too much just little bits and you're hoping that this person will trust you if you hear a person say oh that's a lot of baggage please up and leave like just fucking up and leave because that 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 that's that's your first like you want to call it a red flag you want to call it a i don't know what you want to call whoever says that your mental health is baggage Yeah, no, no, you you fucking get up and leave. Simple, simple as that. You can do better. You deserve better. Because your mental health is not a baggage. Or if someone turns around and says, they try to weigh you up and read you and say, oh, so you've been through this, so you, 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 you kind of, yeah, you're strong, but... I bet you still struggle at times or, you know, you're not fully happy with yourself if you suddenly have a trigger or or something you relive or whatever and you share it with the other person. That person says, well, you know, you need to be stronger and you need to find happiness with yourself and I don't think this is going to work and blah, blah, blah. They come out with all that bullshit. Up and leave, please. Do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Just fucking leave, please. Just respect yourself and leave. Because again, if you can sit by yourself in your house or your room or wherever you're at and be happy just with your company, just know that you you have found happiness within yourself. So you don't really need someone else telling you, oh no, I think you still need to find happiness because if you haven't found happiness, then you then you shouldn't have all these. No, no, no. You can find happiness within yourself and still suffer from anxiety. You can find happiness within yourself and still fucking have mental health and be working on it, okay, if that makes sense. For those people who say, and I hate this, I absolutely fucking hate this when people say this. 
And there's two ways of looking at it. So I'm going to tell you the positive side of it and the negative side. There's people out there that will say, well, until unless you don't love yourself, you shouldn't be in a relationship or look for a relationship. Until unless you haven't worked on your mental health, you shouldn't look for a relationship because you're technically bringing emotional baggage into the relationship. First of all, yes, that is to an extent it is correct. But if you are working on yourself, you're healing, you're on that journey, you are happy, you're strong, you're overcoming a lot of demons and obstacles mentally and emotionally, and you're doing your daily grind and hustle and you're doing what it takes, believe me, you are just as much as a normal or, you know, whatever person you out there, you are entitled to have someone loving by your side you are entitled to look to look for a you know the love of your life or have a relationship with someone don't let someone tell you otherwise now there's a downside to that one that is yes if you are struggling and your mental health is is an everyday thing, you're depressed and you're down and you don't have motivation, you don't have, you know, you're just stuck, you're in that repetitive cycle, then yes, I would suggest take a break from other people, take a break from relationships, from looking for someone or hoping that someone is going to come and fix you or someone's going to come and do take you out. Someone might, I'm not saying someone won't, but it's very rare to find, unfortunately. That's the truth and that's that's the reality we live in. It, it's going to be very hard for someone to come and see you in your mess and pick you up and be like, you know what, I'm going to help you. It's going to be very hard to find that person. It's very rare. So don't wait around. Don't waste your days. Don't waste your hours and your time waiting for someone. Put in the work. Start from today. Start working on yourself. Start doing that self-discovery. Start doing that inner work. I know it's going to be hard. It's not fucking easy. Trust me, I've been there. I'm doing it. It's not fucking easy. But once you start, you start paving that foundation, you start putting the pebbles, you start putting the steps, and you start walking slowly at your own pace. And when I say the right person, I'm going to describe the right person. The right person is going to come along and hold your hand and say, you know what, we're going to do this together. I'm going to help you. Be the best version of you. And that's going to motivate you to make that person the best version of themselves. It becomes a teamwork. And that's okay. You know, that that is a healthy relationship. The right person that comes along, whether it be a male, female, whatever you identify as, they will help you they will listen to understand not just to listen but listen to understand this can be even as a best friend can be a sibling can be a parent can be anybody any any relationship 
that's going to come in, that will come in and see that, okay, you're working on yourself. Yes, you've seen the struggles in your life. You've had your downer moments, but you're strong because you're still trying. You're still trying to get up. You're still trying to do what it takes to be a better person. Not just for, not for anyone else, but you're for yourself. So they will join you on the journey. And that's not a bad thing. So I need, I need people to stop saying, oh, that's unhealthy. It's toxic. It's toxic if you, if the other person or you make it toxic. Now, the peep, when you're on your journey, there's going to be people that's going to come in. They're going to have toxic traits. They're not going to have the same journey as you. Their life path is going to be different or they've seen things differently. They're going to come in and then be like, oh, this person is healing. They've got so much to give and they are going to take off you and they're going to say, oh, you're not. They, they literally will push you five steps back. But the easy way to get out of that and not go five step, steps back is literally set up those healthy boundaries. Literally look at those red flags from the get go. The red flags is, you know, emotionally weakening you, emotionally manipulating you in the sense where, you know, oh, mental health is a baggage. Oh, you kind of defining mental health as a toxic trait, which mental health isn't a toxic fucking trait. It's a toxic trait when you get provoked. And even then, it's not really a toxic trait. It's just something that, unfortunately, all of us have because we've been through something painful and traumatic. So the consequences of that is we suffer from, you know, mental health, mental illness. We have anxiety, we have PTSD, we have shakes, we have what, whatever you whatever you have, okay? <clears throat> There is, like I said, there is to a certain extent, there is truth to the term or the thing that people say that you need to love yourself in order to love someone else. Yes, but you can love your, you can learn to love yourself as well as someone else being in a relationship. Don't ever sit there and say, no, I can't be in a relationship because I don't love myself. No. No, no, you can be in a relationship. There is someone out there, the right person that will come along and work as a team. And both of you will bring out the best in each other. Of course, it's, it's, it's not going to happen in a day. It's gonna, Rome wasn't built in a day. But make sure when you are, you know, you have mental health. I, I, I cannot emphasize enough on this. You set those boundaries. You understand your mental health. You understand your emotions. You understand your triggers. And whenever you go to meet someone and you really like them, give it time first. You know, ride the way for the first few weeks. See how the conversation's going. See how the person is talking. How the person is paying attention to you. And, you know, if they're noticing small little things. Because it's the little things that make the bigger picture. The little things make the foundation to put together the bigger picture. You cannot, <clears throat> you cannot turn a blind eye to the little things. 
consistency is what makes the bigger picture. A lot of people kind of go blind to the small things and they're like, oh, look at the bigger picture because we love each other. Look at the bigger picture. We did this, this, this for each other. Now, the little things are consistency, loyalty, trust, communication in a relationship. Regardless of whatever gender, whatever male, female, whatever you are. I don't really care. So, for those people that tend to say, oh, you need to love yourself in order to love someone else. Not not entirely. To a certain extent, yes. But not entirely. Like I say, a person can love themselves. A person can be happy. And they know when they're happy. When they can spend time by themselves. And to be honest, I've noticed one thing in my life. The people that say, scream on the top of their lungs and say, oh, you need to love yourself and be happy within yourself to be able to be in a relationship are those people that run away from being alone, that don't work on themselves, that just get these quotes and these little wordings and whatever and then throw them out there and be like, yeah, I love myself, but can you spend two seconds by yourself? No, they can't. Can they sit by themselves for an hour or a day? No, they can't. Can they get off their phone for the five minutes? No, they can't. They actually can. If you observe them, they can. Because they're always constantly filling themselves with other people's attention. They can't spend a single minute alone. Because they're scared. They don't love themselves. They're not happy. True happiness when it comes in from you know, true happiness within yourself is you can spend time by yourself and you're not a weirdo. You're not a loner. So don't fall into that mindset where those kind of people come along first. At first they say, oh, you need to love yourself and you need to be happy within yourself. And then the next minute, oh, you don't have any friends. Oh, you're spending your Friday nights alone. That's so lame. Wow, you're such a loner. No. No, 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 no. Don't listen to that bullshit. Those are the kind of words that I really fucking hate when people say that. Because it's like, nah, I can sit by myself on a Friday fucking night and have a fucking beer if I want to in my living room while watching a movie. I am happy in my space. I don't need to go running to a bar or a pub or a fucking club, or going out partying all the time just to be happy. That is not full happiness. Because if you look at it, you work Monday to Friday, whatever days you do, and on your day off, what are you doing for yourself? You spent your working time interacting with people, spending face-to-face with other people, listening to bullshit and crap and dealing with people. But on your day off, do you really want to go and waste your energy on more people or you want to take back that energy and put it within you and relax and take some time out to do the things that you like to do? Everyone likes to do things. I've fallen in this pattern. Trust me, I've done this and I hope I can take my own advice going in the future. Every time that I've been in a relationship, I've always put the other person first. You know, I used to love doing photography. I used to love doing crochet. I used to love playing Xbox. You know, Call of Duty, although I'm rubbish at it. 
I used to love listening to music. I used to love writing. <coughs> but whenever I've been in a relationship, I, I got so blinded and I put the other person first and I didn't do my needs. You know, I stopped doing what I liked just to make the other person happy. But was I happy? No, I actually wasn't. And there's a lot of people like that out there. And then when I wouldn't do something for myself, I'd always hear, Oh, you're not happy within yourself. You don't love yourself. That's why. No, no, no. That was not. No, no, no. I do love myself. But the thing is, you're exhausting. You're, you're fucking exhausting. This is what I would think about the other person at the time. You're fucking exhausting because I can't get two minutes of a break for you, from you because you literally if I want to take five minutes out just for myself you you fucking are up in my head and then you trigger me somehow you know so that's the wrong person that's not a person that's that's someone that you want to learn a lesson from the right person the right person gives you peace. The right person comes along, understands your mental health, understands the journey that you're taking in your life. And joins you, holds your hand. And you feel peace. You just feel peace. Your mind is quiet. Your heart is quiet. You know, you feel loved. And you feel that you can just... Be happy within yourself as well as with that person. They add to it. There's no triggers. There's no, you know, maybe once in a while you'll have a trigger, but that person will sit there with you. That person will listen to you. They won't give up on you because they know you're worth it. They know you have so much to give. And they know that you do love yourself because you're the one who took yourself out of those painful, traumatic experiences. No matter how suicidal it was, no matter how dark it was, no matter what you did, don't be ashamed of it. You still loved yourself enough to pick yourself up. It was a battle, but you did it. So there is a right person out there. So for all the people out there to keep on this this fucking broken record and this cassette of, oh, you need to love yourself, you need to have it. Like, fucking shut the fuck up. Seriously. Because I, I just, I mean, I can't, you know, whenever I talk to a new guy or something and I say, you know what, they say, oh, how long has it been that you're single? And I say, uh, well, roughly nine weeks. And they were like, Oh, so do you have some emotional baggage? Bitch, I do have fucking emotional baggage, but trust me, I'm fucking strong enough. Like, if I want a fucking relationship, I can have one right now. I'm strong. Because I processed it. I'm healing. I'm good. So, don't let those kind of mindsets of where people instantly judge you on how long your breakup was or what happened or you know they say oh you got emotional baggage or you got that no if you are on the healing path and you are working on yourself the right person will come along and they will talk to you you'll have that communication you know it'll start out as being friends and then it will develop into something more <laughs>
and that's okay that's healthy just don't don't switch off don't follow the norm out there don't be like everybody else that just fucking puts a label on things and wants to find the easier ways in life and easier shit I mean, fucking 40 years ago, the people that you see with the marriages of 70 to 80 years that they've been together, fuck me. Do you imagine how, what kind of ups and downs they've seen in their life? Fuck, they've seen loads. But they never gave up on each other. They knew what it was. They knew they loved each other. They knew that the other person was worth it. So they chose to spend 70 to 80 years together. And they got stories to tell. I mean, go to any old couple. You know, ask them. You got grandparents? Ask them. Sit down and ask them. And they will tell you. So, if you're that person like me, who has mental health, who has pain and trauma and whatnot... Yeah, I do adamantly, strongly suggest that you do start healing. Start facing your inner demons. Accepting what happened. Processing the pain. Processing everything. And along the way, if someone comes along, accept it. Along the way, if someone comes and gives you their hand, the right person comes along and says, you know what? We're going to do this as a team. Accept it. It's okay. Don't push it away. A lot of us tend to do that. We tend to push it away and say, oh no, I need to work on myself first. No. Sometimes it's good to have the extra help. And if you don't have it right now, it's fine. It's perfectly fine for you to spend your days on your own. Perfectly fine to do what you love. You know, build on those hobbies that you wanted to do. Build on those projects that you wanted to do. You don't have to always fill your time. Your time. And when I say your time, your time with someone else. And soon enough, there might come a day when the right person comes along and you not only do your own thing, but you you grow as a team and you, you both do things together. You know, wait for that person. It's not going to take years, but I would say... Normally when people are healing or when people are on their self journey, you know, they, we tend to push people away because we're scared. But that's where I say when you're on that journey, that fear kind of just, it just goes away. If you keep on working on your pain your trauma and your inner demons that fear you realize this you'll wake up one day and you'll be like fuck i'm not scared of anything anymore and when you get into that mind state of you're not scared of anything anymore then trust me the right person's going to come along and you you will feel safe with them you will know it's just the gut instinct there so i don't know if any of this made sense or whatever but I just thought I'll put this out there because I, I really do hear a lot of people judge people who have with who have mental health or who has trauma or pain or, you know, they have anxiety or PTSD or whatever you want to name it. 
it's just all of us get labelled with the fact, oh, you guys have baggage, oh, you guys are this and that. Yeah, there are a bunch of crazies out there that do under, you know, go psychotically crazy, but there's a difference between a schizophrenic and a person who has anxiety and PTSD. Anxiety and PTSD from past relationships of past pain and hurt. And then there's a difference between a schizophrenic and a psycho. A schizophrenic and a psycho is, they, yeah, they, they I mean, yeah, they, they, you'll know the fucking difference between that sort of person and then us. It's basically like, if you want to put it in a physical term, it's like saying to someone who gets the flu every year, uh, you, you know, you get flu every year, and then saying to a person who has a fucking um, tumor that has no cure, it's the same kind of, you can put that as the same way as a schizophrenic or a psycho, that apparently there is no cure for that. You can't fix them. They, 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 they just cannot be fixed, unfortunately. And they're the sort that, yeah, they're, they're, they're really bad. Okay. They're, they're, they're on the other spectrum of mentally incapable of feeling emotions or working on themselves or having, you know, unfortunately, and that is, you know, if you go to any qualified person, they will tell you the same thing. Yes, there are some who can be healed, some who, you know, have border, they're on the borderline of the spectrum, and, you know, after years and years of healing and work, they, if, if they choose to work on themselves or choose to reach out for qualified help, they eventually do, you know, live healthy lives, because they've worked on themselves. But then there's those who are just chronic, and there's no amount of help, nothing can ever fix them, unfortunately. So don't ever, you know, if someone comes along and says, oh, you got mental health, you got baggage, just know this, that they're they're judging you by the fact of schizophrenics and all the really bad, crazy people and putting you in that box as well. So don't do that. If you, if you know that your mental health cons- consists of anxiety, depression, you know, PTSD or these things that are because of past pain, trauma, whatever, you are not fucking crazy. Okay, you're not crazy. Please don't listen to those people. Don't let people judge you. And even if they do, don't give a fuck what they have to say. Just just work on yourself. Heal yourself. And, you know, like I say, the right person will find you. And it's okay to have a relationship, even if you are healing, even if you're walking on the path of yourself or you're discovering yourself. It is okay to have a relationship. Don't let people tell you otherwise. You're not about to spend 10 years on your own, okay? You can if you want to. Kudos if you want to do that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's good to have someone by your side. And if you don't, that's even good. You know, it's not, it's not necessary. Um, yeah, so... I'm going to do another episode after this, and I think I'm going to talk about um, something I've encountered in a relationship, but I'll see. 